Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Before there was imdb.com, there was Zach and Dustin. You know those guys who think they know everything about a movie without having to go on the internet to look it up? That's us, but maybe only for the years 1981 through mid-1989. No, I'd say late 1978 through early 1992. (laughs) Either way, we'd know movies. And even more specifically, we know soundtracks from those movies. Yeah, this is $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. This is the podcast where we pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it still holds up today. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Thanks for listening. On to the show. Hello, $2 Late Fee friends. It's another wonderful episode. We're so glad you're with us. And listen, we know shit is dark. Let's just, let's just say it what it is. Say it. Just get it right out there. You know, the world is on fire. People are dying. And it's, it's hard to have hope right now. Um, but I think... We got to focus on the positive. Zach, what do you think? I agree. I think we have the opportunity to create some mindless distraction at a time when we all should be super focused and present on what's going on. But there's also a time to laugh, and there's a time to reminisce, and a time to be carefree for an hour. And I think that's what we're going to do. For the next hour with Joyce Heiser Robinson. Many people know her from just one of the guys. I mean, that's where we know her from, but we also know her from a lot of other things too. But she left all that behind and focused on working with kids. And it's a really beautiful arc in our interview where we get into that. And I think that's more relevant than anything else is. You know, she's very much on the pulse of what's going on today politically, actively, and uh, we talk a little bit about that. She's kind of the perfect guest to have on at this time because she reminds us that while it's important to be very present and very in the moment with what's going on, um, also enjoy the good times from back in the day. And she's got some great stories to tell. And uh, we had a great time with her. We really did. So, yeah, listen to the smooth sounds of Dan Hartman underneath us oh. as he takes us into our interview with Joyce Heiser Robinson. Enjoy. Joyce hmm. Heiser, thanks for being on $2 Late Fee. Oh. Well, thank you very much for having me. I'm sorry that we weren't able to do this in person, but uh, 
be it as it may, yeah, here we times. are. It's one of those yeah. things where These I thought, are the times. I thought, you know what? Um, I, I, I'd rather do it. It, it will make it work however we are, whether it's a, a tin can with string or... Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> smoke signals. Does anybody remember that, by the way? That that, that actually oh, still yeah. works? Yeah. I, oh, absolutely. That's science. I don't know if that dates me. Does that date us? No, I, I uh, shouldn't. Do, uh, <laughs> okay, good. No. If it yeah. does, I'm shutting up right now. <laughs> I don't remember that. What's that? What are you talking about? <laughs> no, this about? is where you say, oh, yeah, I watched it on a YouTube video. You pull up a Tin Can yeah. app on your phone, and then the other person pulls yeah. up Tin Can, and then you <laughs> yeah, guys right. connect, you, then you text each other. And then... <laughs> well, oh, I was going to I was gonna yeah. tell you, too, I, I know we were, before we kind of logged on to the computer and everything, you're talking about plumbing, and um, back in the day, I still actually have the book. It's, um, it's a Don Knotts um, how to Wait. do tile contracting uh book and it's, so I, it's a hardcover and it's got a picture of don knots on the front with like a trowel and cement with a big smile on his face and uh <laughs> oh my god not joking it's great i'm sure dustin's That's looking it up right now <laughs> yeah seriously i mean well i was just it, processing what you were saying yeah i'm just trying i'm there's the why of it though like that is like don knots and and tile it like i i don't i don't see the connection i don't either maybe he, he, that was a pastime of his <laughs> you read the book though didn't you yeah i did i still own it so uh you know oh. it, it became one of those things of like you want to see something really bizarre check this out you know it, it wouldn't be an album by like a you know um wouldn't be John Carradine or something sings uh, Elton John, but something like that. But uh, yeah, but did you did you learn anything from it? Or oh no, it, just... I already knew all the basic techniques. It was just oh, like, you knew all the stuff. It was kind of like oh, watching... so. It was just like a novelty. It was totally. sort of you didn't need you didn't need it. You just was like, oh look, this is interesting. Don yeah. Knotts. I'm super into is... like kitsch and uh, just you know mm -hmm. random things. And I thought this would be great when I have somebody over to the house and they're like, oh, coffee table books. Oh, a book about Los Angeles. That's nice. Yeah. Oh, a book about uh, you know modern day comic books. Oh, Don Knotts does tile contracting. What's this all about? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Don Knotts retiles your bathroom <laughs> in 20 minutes or less. But but Joyce, um, you know. Uh, off air talking to Dustin on the on the way over to the recording studio today I was saying gee I, we're gonna probably get into a little bit of gee. what's going on I'm now gee. <laughs> gee whiz gee whiz John golly uh, geez well, <laughs> hey there Barney Don Knotts Don Knotts chapter 15 gee whiz this tile yeah. is not fitting in my or G. Willikers. It depends on, you know, what part G. of the Willikers. Will yeah, for sure. Oh, well, Zach, that's just a bunch of malarkey, Zach. <laughs> yeah, we, we were thinking, you know, okay, if we can have an hour of, like, escapism from the, the chaos that is going on in the world right now, it uh, might not necessarily be a bad thing to just go down nostalgia lane and have some fun and <laughs> while we're processing all the yeah. drama, you know? Yeah, well, you know, this is uh, uh, is an entertainment kind of design to to or the original design to sort of take you out of um, the daily stressors of your life and ha let you, allow you to turn it off for a while and just 
put it aside and pretend <laughs> that all these things are not happening for a little while. the darkest time in contemporary history. I was saying, you know, yeah. on the flip side of it is like we welcome it in a way yeah. to, you know, to talk about it, certainly if we all want to just have like a group therapy session amongst ourselves about, you know. Yeah, right. Uh, it's, it's kind of a different kind of podcast, that. but it's not, you know, it's not unwelcome. Well, I was, well, was going to say uh, you and I met about 11 or 12 years ago, actually. Where did I meet you, Zach? Um, at Jane's birthday party. and. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, and, oh. You know, we, I, we don't need to drop names or anything, but yeah, but that, yeah. You, and I, you and I met, and it's funny because uh, her mom, uh, I, I saw you at the party, and I was, I, I was talking to her. I was, I was her daughter. Do- I was her kindergarten teacher, and uh, and I said, I said to her mom that I was a big fan of yours, and she's like, "Oh, let me go get her and introduce you," you know. And I was like, "I'm not that kind of person." I'm like, no, that's okay. You don't need. I'm just making small talk or whatever. And she brings you over uh, with your husband, and and uh, and she says, "Yeah, Zach's a really big fan of yours." And you're like, "Oh yeah, what part?" And so <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" This Wait, is- I said that. Yeah, or my did. husband. Said no, it. you said that. You said that. I too. said it. Yeah, and you're like, oh, "I'm just God. messing with you," you know. And uh, <laughs> and, and, and it was it was all good, you know. And she and and I was telling you how I ran a summer, um, an after school program, like a school of rock program that was geared towards. Oh my God. You know what? I actually remember this. Oh my, yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Which is shocking by the way. I don't remember anything. (laughs) Well, Um, I guess I stood out. (laughs) Oh, that's so, oh, how funny. Hi. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And now we're in, we're like, now I know who this freak is. So. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yes. Well, yes. So for the audience, Zach and I have a, a close mutual friend and yeah. who is, uh, you know, an amazing human being. Amazing mom, and, too. Uh, wonderful mom. An incredible mother, an incredible yeah. lawyer. Yeah. And um, um, so, yeah. Okay. Now, now it's coming back. At the time, I was, I was teaching and had not really had the foresight to um, do a podcast with my buddy Dustin, and when we started, getting... because they didn't exist yet. Well, yeah, and, uh... yeah, exactly. <laughs> actually, they. I, you're right. They hadn't. You didn't have foresight to invent the podcast. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you, well, you could have. I don't know. Did any whoever is there the the inventor of the podcast? Like, who is the inventor? I, yeah, of the uh, podcast? It's, it's, it's actually. I, I would Knotts. like to know that. I think. I, yeah, I was gonna say it is. It is done. Not. That's that's his second book. How to make a podcast with Don Knotts. Uh, yeah, exactly. But uh, but uh, teed that up for me perfectly. <laughs> now that might deserve a whoop whoop whoop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Flash forward many years later, and I'm doing this podcast, and Dustin and I are like, okay, yeah, you know, we want to we want to interview people that we're fans of, fans of their work, and talk about their careers, talk about who they are as people. And you were on my list. I'm like, I would love to be able to talk to Joyce about her movies, her career what you're doing now, your foundation, everything. Um, because, you know, it's really, it's, you had an impact on my life. And, um, and I want to thank you for that. Wow. Well, Sincerely. That, wow. Thank you. Yeah, you're I welcome. Mean, that's really nice. I love hearing that. And um, I, it, it kind of has amazed me how many times I have heard that, um, specifically from this movie, uh, or from just one of the guys, um, seems to have been sort of a um, a life uh, of 
life-changing, life-affirming moment for a lot of people. And it's, it's, um, I'm, I'm really proud of that and I'm, and I'm humbled by it. Well, we just, Dustin and I just watched, um, the Blu-ray that just came out and it was kind of perfect timing. I thought, oh, you know, we can talk about the movie. The and- 35th anniversary. Well, I, How Blu-ray. is it? <laughs> I haven't seen it. It looks great. Or- the, it looks good. Yeah, I, I I did see the the um, the restored film. Uh, we did a, a Sherilyn Fenn and I did a uh, I don't what is it called? Oh my goodness, I'm so bad at things like no, this. up in, in San, San Francisco, Francisco, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like so we saw it up in the big screen. Yeah, it was a screening. It was it was um, you know a convention of of some kind or a movie festival. It was yeah. a movie festival, and I feel really bad that I can't remember the name of it. But anyway, I it was I it looked incredible. It looked incredible. But I, I was curious how the I mean they kind of really threw the this whole thing together really quickly, and it was too bad that we weren't able to get everybody involved. Yeah, I would have loved to seen like a little documentary retrospective, but. Um... But but nevertheless, you have the commentary track on there, which is great with the cast and and I just think uh, well it's it's funny this was the first time I noticed that you were wearing a wig in the early scenes of the movie. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that was not my hair. Yeah, but- uh, they cut <laughs> they cut it all off before the movie started, and then I had to get I, I fit for a wig because wait we had what a five million dollar budget you couldn't go back and forth right nope. you couldn't you you just had to shoot um in locations yeah you couldn't shoot the 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 script so you had to shoot by location so yeah so they had to cut off my hair and you couldn't pull like um, a charlie's their own and do total method acting where you <laughs> well we're gonna i'm gonna need yeah, like a no, year I, to grow my hair back out yeah <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that was actually really traumatic. I had I had my hair chopped off when I was I think I was in the sixth grade and I had incredibly long hair and it was very, very thick. And I think it was just really my mother just couldn't deal with it anymore. It was just or I mean, I don't know, maybe I was younger, maybe fifth grade. And she just she couldn't handle it anymore. So she told me that after I went for my physical that the doctor said I had to cut my hair because it was pulling my neck back. What? <laughs> oh my be, God. I'm not kidding. <laughs> this is what she told me. And she paid um, the doctor $20. Yes, exactly. Well done, and, doctor. And was, but I was going to walk around with my chin up in the oh air if I didn't gosh. cut my hair. <laughs> she, is he re- saying you're snooty? So, is that what he's saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. Mm. And so they, yeah, so I, they cut off my hair when I was young, young, in like fifth or sixth grade, and I was so traumatic, and they cut it really short, really just about as short as they did in the movie, wow. and I swore I would never have short hair again, so yeah, I was re-traumatized. Uh, did they but, bring a, do- you know, a all, doctor in? All, to for the, you? all for art, everything for art, hmm? <laughs> Did, did I was just wondering if they brought if they brought a doctor the in, doctor you know yeah, for the, they for brought the set him back. and said you know yeah. Terry needs to be forward and 
Yeah, like, yeah, oh. exactly. Right. Got to put that chin down, girl. Same, same doctor walks in and he goes, I knew, I knew yeah. it. I knew she was going to turn out. Right. I said, and she's in this movie. I, um, yeah, I want to I, I, I dig into just one of the guys in a little bit, but you mentioned sure. when you were a kid. So you're, you're from New York originally, right? Well, I was born in New York, but I was pretty much raised in Philadelphia. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, I moved. I was I was born in the Bronx in Queens, um, or I was born in. Sorry, I was born in Manhattan. We lived in Queens. Wow. Um, and then when I was eight, I think eight years old, we moved to Philadelphia. Wow. And that yeah. And then yeah. you, how long were you in Philly? So I really you... think of myself as a Philly girl. I can see that. Uh, I was in Philadelphia until I was about um, 18. And then moved out to LA? And then I moved out to LA, yes. How'd you get it? How'd you get involved in acting? Follow the stars. Yeah. Like, was that a passion um, of yours from the get go or? Well, you know, I. I was a dancer. I was a ballet dancer, and um, and I started having really terrible problems with my knee, and I had to stop. When my aunt Nata, who danced with the Bolshoi Ballet before she escaped from Russia um, during the war, she started teaching me, and she put me on toe shoes. Wow! Uh, when I was too young. And I, my ankles hadn't developed. I wasn't mm. strong enough. And so it really messed me up. <clears throat> and um, it was a really sad story. Um, and <laughs> yeah, so it was, you know, so it was like my whole, my whole childhood. It was like I was a ballerina. I was a ballerina. I was a ballerina. And then all of a sudden I'm not a ballerina anymore. And it just, I don't know, for me it just seemed like the logical next step well i've got i have to i'm creative i need to express myself in some way um this is what i'm gonna do and uh and that's kind of and then i moved out here and uh and then i kind of went back and forth i was i i went back east and lived in new york for a while too and studied there studied here and um and yeah, and that's how it all began. Wow, wow! From from being <laughs> destroying your feet to uh, coming out to LA, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It was a, a an in, interesting journey. Um, but uh, I and I actually I kind of I got disillusioned with act. Actually, I became disillusioned. If I have to be completely honest, yeah. I became somewhat dis disillusioned with actors, yeah. and I was—I um, I don't know—I was really sort of young, and and you know, um, what would you? I, I was. It, it, people just seemed auth authenticity really mattered to me. Yeah. Um, it always has, for, you know, since I was a child. And I just, I was, I had a really hard time um, uh, relating to the group of, of actors that I was involved with. And I just, I, 
I went, oh God, this is just, I don't think this, maybe this isn't for me. And I, yeah. I, I need to do something where I can really make a difference. So I, I took a job yeah. as a um, nurse's aide um, at a hospital for crippled children. Wow. And thought I would become a nurse. Whoa, that didn't yeah. go well. Because <laughs> <laughs> you had a phobia for needles, right? I have a phobia of blood. I have a phobia of all of those things. Yeah. It was just like, I don't know what I was thinking. It's funny you but... say that. <clears throat> My wife has a phobia of blood. And, and so if you even say blood. You're just cringe. saying the word blood. Yeah. So Oh, yeah. So uh, she'll make the sound. She'll go like, heart, right? And, uh, and, and so, <laughs> so my son, who's five, like, uh, you know, he'll, we'll talk about, I had to go to the doctor earlier in the year for a physical and, and, uh, and, and, and Kristen, my wife, she goes, well, did you get your heart hot drawn? And so, <laughs> oh my God. And so from now on, wow, like it's that bad. Yeah. And so if, if blood gets brought up in the house, Bodie will be like, mommy, is that hot? <laughs> oh my goodness. So anyways, <laughs> it's a real deal. It's well, a thing. It's oh, it's a thing. It's definitely a thing. But I thought maybe this would be the thing that would help me get over that thing. Yeah, well, of that, course. Yeah, that did it. And then I was just like, oh yeah, forget this. You know, I'm 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 going to go out there and and just be uh, like an inauthentic actor. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's going to be funny, just it. like everybody else. That's funny. I'm going. I'm going back out there. Yeah, I'm just gonna. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So was this? So yeah. was, was this in between? Because your first movie was Hollywood Nights, right? Well, no, actually, the first film I did two films prior the the uh, student like AFI films. Okay, okay. Um, and uh, yes, I did two AFI films, and then I did Hollywood Nights. I, I love Hollywood Nights personally. I was just curious when you were talking about inauthenticity, like uh, speaking to the fact that like we like like loving the process of acting, but then all the other things that kind of come with the business of acting is so icky. Yeah. And I imagine during that time, like the schmoozing and like having to be at certain places is, is that sort of what you were speaking about? And then and then you know just the auditioning process with everybody else, yeah, being yeah, all of that. I mean all. It was, um, you know, when I was younger, I, I mean, it, it be, it, when I first got into the business and I start, I first started working, I was very there. I still had that, uh, an innocence, um, and that everything was just new and fabulous and, and I loved being on a set and I loved working with actors and I loved working with directors and everything was fabulous, right? Everything yeah. was great. Um, the auditioning process was really easy. I mean, in the beginning, <laughs> I was like, oh, you know, you come in and you talk and you do, you read a little bit and they're like, okay. And then they call you and they give you the job or they hire you in the room or um, and Hollywood Nights was actually one of those, uh, I got, I actually got hired in the room. Oh, wow. Um, nice. which, yeah, which was really, which was really cool. And, um, and Floyd was great. And, um, and I got to work with Roberta Wallach. Uh, and you know, I was like a crazy fan of her father's and her mother's. Nice. And, uh, 
so you know in the beginning it was really it was it was really great i was really young it was really great i was naive and <laughs> then it just yeah um i love acting i love being on a set and i actually love being in front of the camera acting yeah. not <laughs> interestingly yeah. enough i not taking pictures i'm not good i don't like that <laughs> um but acting being you know, throwing myself into a role, being somebody else. I really enjoy it. Um, but yes, the business of acting is actually really icky. Yeah. Or at least yeah. it was. It ended up being that way for me. And just the whole process. And um, it, I, it, it actually, I, I mean, it's why I left. It's why I left. And, and occasionally you would pop back up in certain things and then mm. and then you with it was that because you're like okay this project sounds interesting to me it's been a, it's been a while i can take a i've taken enough of a break i want to try it again or was it can you talk a little bit about that yeah it usually came about because someone just offered me the role <laughs> i the audition the you know there are some actors god bless them that just love auditioning they love it Mm -hmm. And I are they? Because never, I really want to know. <laughs> I know. I I've I've heard Don Knotts loves auditioning. Don Knotts. Yeah. <laughs> Don Knotts, of course. Of course Don Knotts loved it. Yeah. Um and I'm always and I I just didn't. I yeah. didn't. And I got a lot I had a lot of anxiety around it. And I remember uh an actor friend of mine who told me that and he and what was so crazy too was I was not good I was just not good at auditioning like I was great in my room or, or with a partner <laughs> yep. who yep. was yep. helping me I was freaking brilliant and then I would yep. get into a room with people you know that were just sitting there and and with their arms crossed and a casting director reading by rote and I I just um I just I wasn't good I really wasn't good. And a lot of it had to do with nerves and I would get that sort of rapid heartbeat and the, the idea of being sort of put in front of the judge, right? It's the yeah. judge and jury. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and whether I was going to be able to pay my, I mean, it, there was just always so much to, that I would carry into the room with me. You know, this of course. is, if I don't get this job, I'm not going to be able to pay my rent. I'm not yeah. going to be able to pay for my car or my insurance or, you know, whatever it was. Yep. And I was never able to leave that outside the door. And yet I never carried it on a set when I worked. But when I walked into those rooms, it just, it, it just, it, it just took over. It took over. And I was shitty. If I can say that on your podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can it's, swear all you want. Of course. It's, it's definitely. Oh, good. Urgent. All right. It's not PG, <laughs> even at, uh, you yeah, know, in okay. the morning. Um, but yeah, look, I, I, many people know this story. It's a different but, animal. Sorry to yeah, interrupt, it but is. it's a totally yeah, different animal. It's a totally different animal. I, I was a career teacher for 15 years and then got into voice acting. And it's, it's not the same as screen acting, but, but there's a level of anxiety that I had not mm -hmm. anticipated and insecurity and that feeling of like, you know, the suddenly the audition process being so overwhelming um, and, and, and having to really train my mind differently because I was going to a consistent job every day, you know, and then suddenly everything changed for me. So on one level, I can, you know, relate to that 
feeling of like, oh no, this is not fun, you know. Um, and and stepping away from this process for you obviously was the healthy choice to make, right? Oh, for sure. I I had a. I mean, I'm. <clears throat> I will leave. You know, sort of leave names out, but I had been. I got a phone call <clears throat> from a huge uh, a show, a uh, big show, giant show, bigly show, um, <clears throat> and. They really, um, they were like, oh, you know, we've wanted you for forever. We've wanted you for a really long time. And, you know, will you come in and, um, you know, because there's some people that, you know, really don't know your work and they would just really appreciate if you'd come in and read. And I was like, okay. Um, so I, I accepted the audition and I, I mean, it was like, 4.30 or 5 o'clock in Simi Valley, and I don't know, and I live in the west side of Los Angeles, so if you oh, know no. LA, yeah. you yeah. know that that alone is a nightmare. 12 so, miles is three hours. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah that could be a deal breaker like, right there. Yeah. Total deal breaker. And by the way, before podcasts. With podcasts, <laughs> I'm not as bad about traffic as I used to be. Um, but uh, so, yeah, so that was um, so it was just the getting there part that was really, really stressful. And then I get there and no joke, they may I sat and waited for an hour. And I kept, I kept, and I was just sitting there and I just kept thinking, oh my God, this is, it's so disrespectful. Yeah. They are so disrespectful of, of actors time. It is. And so I, you know, and I got myself worked up and I Mm -hmm. thought I, I just should leave. I really need to leave. And, but I just was like, no, you, it's just a great role. You really want to be in this show. And I stuck it out. And then I walked into a room and it was like literally an airport hangar uh, and, uh, or an airplane, not an airport, an Mm -hmm. airplane hangar. And there, there was a long table and I don't know, there must've been 15 to 20 people standing behind, you know, or sitting at this table and there was one single chair, like all the way across the room. Wow. And I walked in and they didn't say a word to me. And I, they called me, wow. they called me because they, you know, and I'm like, they didn't oh say one God. word. And I, it just was, and the whole, the whole thing was so awful. And I got, I went in, I got, I walked out. I went to my car and I burst into tears mm. and I, I called my agent and I just said, you know what? I can't do this anymore. This is just, this is like killing my soul. Yeah. I just can't. And, um, and weirdly enough, a friend of mine directed one of those shows and I actually ended up doing a little cameo role in it. Oh, but, right. um, nice. Yeah. Like, I'll do the yeah. cameo. But- Many no. years later, but she, you know, she was a, a woman director that I'd, I, that I'd worked with before. So anyway. And that show yeah. was Hill Street Blues. I'm kidding. Mm, um, no. <laughs> no, no, no. No, but yeah. I mean, Seinfeld. So, so, yeah, right. Mm, it, yeah. Sounds, <laughs> it sounds, uh, you know, God, in one moment I'm, I'm, I'm like picturing like 
Franz Kafka's The Trial back in the day of like this long, mm-hmm. you know, table and you're just sitting there and, and yeah, and, you know, it sounds so <laughs> intimidating and that's horrible. a great visual, actually. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I mean, yeah, look, you know, we can we can go on and on about so many of the movies that you were in that we loved uh, or love. And but there's this process that people may or may not understand that behind the scenes, it is it is a pain in the ass. And uh, and it can, like you yeah. said, soul crushing. And, and it's not, um, you know, it, 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 the end result can be fun. But but the leading up part is is so stressful and so um, agonizing, and I mean, how about like the yeah. fact that you you survive through all of it? <laughs> That's a beautiful thing. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, it's interesting because you know, for somebody, you know, I'm a pretty tough girl. You know, I I I'm I've battled my way through life and. I, but I will say that, you know, this business kind of kicked my ass Mm. and it was, you know, living, it's living in certainly in my case, I mean, there are people that obviously who become big movie stars in this, but it's just, you know, you're living with rejection literally every day of your life. There's always, it's like always that you're too something or you're not enough of something. So you're too much of this, not enough of this. And, um, it's, it's tough. It's really tough. It's like a hundred job interviews a week or something, you know, like if you, I mean, not exactly, but yeah. You're always on an interview and you're always being like, yeah, yeah. I always said, if you even hear anything always, you're, you're, you're going into the same rooms and you're sitting there waiting with the same people that you're, you know, every day there's that person. Yep. Yeah. It's just, it's, um, it is, uh, the glamor of Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I was, I always equated it to dating. Um, and, and, you know, you go on a date with someone and you're like, Oh, this this went really well. Right. And, and, you know, and then you never hear from that person ever again. And you're like, wait, what happened? I thought we, we had some interest in music. Oh yeah. But, um, I I mean, I, or that person never says anything to you. Yes. (laughs) On the ticket. Yeah. You get ghosted. Ghosted. Yeah. Well, I've been on a few <laughs> dates like that back in the day, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I, so yeah, I, look, I, 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 on one hand, I, I look at the the movies that that you did that I love, like Hollywood Nights was so much fun, and uh, for me, uh, back in the day, my brother and I used to sing, you know, Lawrence, Lawrence of Arabia, no, Arabia yeah. came to fight Sam, the Turkish. Yeah. <laughs> but you uh, uh and 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 you had like a, a slew of the fact that you were in valley girl and and then staying alive i uh we had vince decola on uh on on our program a little while back and he did the you know was part of far from over and and some of the music for staying alive and he and, and Dustin was like, well, we're not going to talk about the movie. We're going to talk about the music because <laughs> the music is what we love about it. But I personally love staying alive uh, from, from like a cheese ball kind of perspective. And even though Tony Monero is kind of a, you know, he's not a good guy and uh, he has to come around. But, you know, I enjoyed that movie nevertheless. Yeah, it's a listen. I mean, it's, it was it was a fun movie. Um uh, I like the original. Yes, better than the one that I was in. But um, 
It was, you know, um, John was great. He was great to work with. He was, he was like a really, really sweet, really nice. And, you know, I was one of, I, thought, I think I did that right after Hollywood Nights, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A couple of years ago. I, I yeah. need to ask you, this is like my timeline is so like, I don't, uh, I, I really should have a cheat sheet when I do these things. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. wait, <laughs> no, when did I do that? Who did I do that with? What is just. Uh, it's all good. Like, um, I, cause I, I, Zach has a graph printed out of all of your allergies. Yeah. <laughs> aversion to needles went, and then staying uh, alive and anything. <laughs> I wish you'd shared that with me before we started. There's a PowerPoint presentation, but it's on DOS. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's not like, yeah. I, don't even, yeah. I don't even know what that means. I'm just making it, pulling it out of my ass. Um, but yeah, no, you did that prior. You did DOS? that after. Yeah. And uh, Valley Girl was uh, before staying alive. As far as like when they were and released, you know, when they were released. Yes. We, yeah, right. We okay. Understand. Yeah. Yeah. Right. When, yeah. Well, usually most of the ones that I did were, were, were released pretty soon thereafter shooting, but, um, and some of them never, but, uh, <laughs> in, but interestingly enough, tying it back to the story that I told before is that the Martha Coolidge who directed, um, Valley girl yeah, uh, and put me in Valley girl is also the, the director. She's the one for the show. The show. Yes, exactly. I love that. She was the one, she was the one for the show. She oh, gave you the cameo. I love that. Yeah, it's pretty. Well, funny. she anyway. she she did, a, she did a she did a a screening of Valley Girl at the Arrow in Santa Monica years ago. Uh, that and Real Genius, and she talked about how oh. um, groundbreaking Valley Girl was on many levels. But mm -hmm. I just love like, and then I looked at the fact that just one of the guys, you know, is 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 directed also, you know, not not by Martha Coolidge. But you know, has right. a, but obviously, but also as a female director at a time when that was not, it was it was not commonplace, right? No, it wasn't. But there were a, there were a number of of uh, female directors that uh, in the eighties, and interestingly enough, um, who all did great work. I mean, Martha being one of them. Martha Martha was an amazing director incredibly talented yeah yeah um should have had a way bigger career agreed um amy heckerling yeah um yeah. uh uh and, and lisa gottlieb yeah, who lisa did gottlieb. just one of the guys i yeah. mean lisa is so talented and her sense of comedic timing the cast that she put together i mean she she was a treasure Phenomenal. i mean she really was is a treasure and it's this you know, it's just kind of um, odd how so many of us that that had that kind of success in the 80s, it just didn't carry through. I do, uh, and I'm sure you do too, but I, I appreciate the fact that here we are 35 years later and we're still talking about just one of the guys. Um, and, and because mm -hmm. we, we my wife had never seen it actually, and then uh, Dustin and I and his wife Erin, we all sat down. And, well, we zoomed watched it, uh, which is a whole different experience. But um, oh, okay, you know where we all sync up at the same time, kind of thing. But we were, yeah, we were commenting on the fact. What that frame are you on? What frame? Are you? <laughs> yeah, are you? okay. Right. Right. Here and Okay, wait. Oh, there's right. a delay. Wait, do right. you? The coach is echoing. Wait, no. Okay. But uh, but but here we are. Like oh, and there and it's I was going to point out the fact you were talking about your timelines are a little fuzzy. There's a moment in 
the movie when because it's set in 1985, but um, I forget the specific line, but Clayton Roner talks about like 1987. And 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 I don't. I think it might. Have oh, he's been. he's asking out. You know what he is. He's he's. Yes. Terry has like is convincing him to ask out the girl in in the science lab or or maybe no, it's it's by the bikes or whatever. Yes. But yeah. he's just like you know, are you are you busy? And she's like, Yep. I'm, or you know, you free oh, sometime Saturday. Sometime in nineteen. Yeah. Yeah, and she says, you know, are you free anytime in nineteen eighty seven or something yeah. like that? Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. And but it was an eighty five movie, and we were like, oh. And I'm like, wait a so minute, he was what's just, going on here? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that but that makes sense though. It does. No, so, it totally makes sense. In the yeah. future, are you are you free anytime? In the future, next year? yes, yeah. exactly. So or if two you, years can from you now. check yeah. your book for a couple of years <laughs> yeah. from now just to see if yeah. you can no, pencil me in? <laughs> probably yeah. busy. Probably. Yeah. Busy. yeah. But you're right that 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 cast is phenomenal. Um and and there's oh, so many there's so many layers. Like watching it now as an adult versus when I was, you know, however old back in the day, um and, and understanding it on a different level was so cool because mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, there, there is so much more complexity to these characters. Um, case in point, Sandy, Sherilyn Fenn's character. Like, I have we explained that we're talking about just one of the guys? By the way, I, yes. I just like to keep us on track because I realize we have <laughs> we we segue, we go we've all over the place. Are, but we are, we are talking about the, place. the movie. Just, yes, just okay. one of the guys. The movie. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. And I have the to, movie. I have to say too that Dustin and I are more more to the point. Myself, I tend to. Uh, deviate from topics and then always come back to it in some roundabout way so <laughs> well it's more that you come back but, but we don't know you're we're back yet you yes. know what i mean yeah. so so you're like yeah. okay. all right and so anyway speaking about the war and you're like oh wait we, but you're talking about the movie like should, yeah yeah i'm talking about you which movie as a, yeah. you should have seen me as a teacher when with my kids like, <laughs> ADD but, on the, you were like martha coolidge how do we, how do we follow you <laughs> <laughs> mr shaper what's going on right now um are we doing math or <laughs> reading <laughs> but yeah no I, I was gonna say that you're uh that that sandy uh sherilyn fenn's character was i had like so much more kind of sympathy for her character watching it now versus back in the day i'm thinking oh yeah she's she's just interested in terry she just wants to go out on a date with him you know like i don't know yeah she has a crush yeah she's just she has a crush yeah. and and you know and she's she's just so incredibly sweet in this movie and and um you know her you know she kind of gets her heart crushed yeah totally um totally. and uh it's it's uh she, i mean well she's a she's a powerhouse she's such a and I hadn't seen her, by the way, when we sketch her fest. Ah, oh, there you go. Nice. Sketch okay. fest. Okay, not not oh, sketch fest. Eventually, yeah. come. Okay. Yeah. Not based That's on the shoes. <laughs> no, sketch her. Nope. Everyone got a free pair um, of sketchers and yeah, a, a no. same pair. All threw them in the trash. Yeah. Sketch fest. <laughs> sketch fest. It was it, it was um it was great though. We hadn't seen each other since the film and and uh since we made the movie and. I mean, she she went on to have a really nice career, but yeah. again, still, still should have been, you know. I mean, Sherilyn should have been huge. She was so gorgeous yeah. and yeah. and talented, and and um, uh, is gorgeous and talented, yeah. not was. Uh, so um, anyway, yes. Uh, where was I? Oh, so yes, and the and her character is just, you know, 
is just so sweet and so and what I loved that Lisa did is that you know she sort of allowed us all to and then worked with us to create our characters to to um, give them uh, like you said layers Um, the film the film had so many of them as you say you you kind of realize it laid a lot of people it didn't come to that right away I mean you know it sort of went out there was pushed and it's like as a crazy teenage romp right yeah um and but the but there is it's so much more than the sum of its parts right it's just it is very um you know, uh, it, it just, it, it does have a gravitas to it. Well, I mean, even speaking to what you're saying, it's like the, the film itself uh, didn't, didn't even, it was kind of buried at the time with all the other Brat Pack movies yeah. and really like came alive uh, on, on video like, and, and HBO. On video. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. You know, although of, it of did, those, you know, layers. But, uh, well, it's crazy because um, when we are film which was made for, I think, a little under $5 million with nobody in it, no names. Um, we were released the same weekend as Perfect, and the studio oh, wow. put every single solitary mm. dollar, marketing dollar, into Perfect. Right. And they what? just threw us out there. Yeah. They just like stuck, they threw us out there in tons of theaters. And um, and we actually did better in our opening weekend than Perfect did. So Perfect was a complete <laughs> failure. Well, because it and, wasn't perfect. And <laughs> because it wasn't perfect, yes. Sorry. Um, Cue the sound and effect. And we we went on and and I would I mean this was years ago, um, so I don't really know where what it's at now. But I mean we made about our movie made about ninety million dollars. That's yep. pretty ridiculous. How that's a lot. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's incredible. It's unbelievable. Actually. Yeah. 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 And it's so. And, and, and when you say a bunch of, you know, it's funny because at the time, relatively unknown uh, actors, I think maybe Billy Zabka was the one, one of the more well-known because of karate kid. Um, but man, like that cast. And so on Instagram this week on our, on our, $2 Instagram's uh, page. I, I've kind of been profiling a lot of the actors in the movie and talking about some of the things we liked about them. Yeah. And I forgot, you can't do that with many movies. There's not a lot of movies where, where you go, okay, I really like the lead actor and the, and the supporting actor were cool, you know, but, but you're, I'm going down the list of going, yeah, no, that standout performance, standout performance, yep. like uh, yep. Clayton Roner, mm-hmm. who yep. like I've had a man crush on since uh, I think I first saw him on screen. Uh, and I was like, I want to be, I wanted to be him so bad back in the day. Cause I just thought he like looked cool, you know? And, um, and, and then, you know, from like Deborah Goodrich and, you know, and, mm. and, you know, and Tony Hudson and like ev- everybody, Hudson, just like everybody, Billy Jacoby. yeah, like yeah. everybody mm. played their part so well and, and so likable, like your character in so many ways, I thought, you know, I always thought, oh, Terry was such like she she was just out there wanting to you know uh, you know for justice and wanting to be you know seen and then but then init- watching it now I'm like well you kind of have like this arrogance about you and you had to kind of come down off your high horse 
a little bit. And mm-hmm. That's the way I viewed mm-hmm. it anyway. Like school lunches, man. Everybody wants to hear about that, to read about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, yeah, I, you know, I discovered myself in that movie, right? I mean, yeah. my yes, character yes. discovers herself in that movie. She starts out in one place and she, you know, and she goes through a real transition. Yeah. She she is, you know, about, you know, wearing cute clothes and, you know, driving a cool car and having a hot boyfriend and, you know, um, and sort of thinks that, you know, maybe that this is something that she would like, you know, like, I think it was always kind of like, this is a girl who imagines that she can just decide that she's going to be something and she'll be it. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yep. There's nothing. There's nothing in between. There's no, you know, things are sort have been sort of handed to her. She yeah. comes from, you know, um, uh, a, a world of privilege, and you know, there is a shallowness, um, and she, throughout the course of this movie, she, bec- she, she becomes a smarter, bigger, deeper human being and, you know, conscious and um, uh, uh, compassionate. And, you know, um, I mean, she, she really goes through a transition. Be nice to hope that that could be said for other people who are um, very full of themselves and, uh, uh, wish yeah. they could go through a transition and become a better person on the outcome, but it's not always mm. the case. Yeah, so not I, always the case. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You so, require a humanity and empathy for that. Yeah, probably. right. Yeah. Well, you. Uh, <laughs> it's got to be in there. It's nice to know that we have your film to escape in and uh, and and go. Okay, well, this is a this is a reality that we hope could be. This is a fictional place that we wish could be a reality in some ways. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Joyce, I was wondering how how much of this film was improvised. Um, very little, actually. A little. I mean, there were little things here and there. I we we something else unheard of for a movie of of uh, with this kind of a budget is we actually got had two weeks of rehearsal. Oh wow! Um, and in some of in in our locations, uh, or some of our locations, wow. and and that's really that's kind of unheard of. Uh, so we worked out a lot of a lot of stuff, and um, we're kind of uh, writing and rewriting. Uh, Lisa did a lot of the rewriting. Um, I mean, Jeff did some great, Jeff Franklin did some great work and some hilarious jokes. I mean, the stuff with Buddy is just, you know, it's pure gold. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. So by the time that, yeah, yeah, oh, my God. Yeah, I'll get it. Hello? Hey, yo, scumbag. You suck your own. Eat me. Same to you, butt face. Mom says hi. Most of it is scripted. Most of it is scripted, and a lot of it is things gotcha. that were changed, you know, in rehearsals. Yeah. Um, and things that just didn't work, and and uh, 
but very little of it is improvised. Well, the, the writing gotcha. is, is so damn good. It's so damn good. Like so good. So yeah. many lines where. <laughs> So quotable. Yeah, yeah. Dustin and I were going back and forth, and and uh, my wife is like, "How many times have you seen this movie?" I'm like, <laughs> "You know, it kind of." I will tell you that when I saw, when I was watching the movie on the big screen, at first I wasn't going to watch. I was like, oh, "You know, I've seen this movie <laughs> a lot," <laughs> um, and I I don't. I will, I, my nephew came to visit. I was going to go out and have lunch. And then he'd never seen the film on a big screen. So he's like, oh, come on, Aunt Joyce. Let's, you know, let's stay and watch it. And, um, and so I did. And I have to tell you, I, like, I was actually all, like a little bit in tears, I have to admit, oh, really? at the end. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I really was. Yes. I was so moved by it. And so like, wow, I cannot believe, I mean, yes, the music, yes, the clothes, but I mean, that movie really stands up, you yeah. know, yeah. like 35 years later, that movie stands up. I didn't, I had a few squirmy moments like that I just didn't like myself but um but other than that it's just like oh wow this is so good this well, is so funny this is so poignant and yeah. sweet and wow we don't see yeah. this a lot anymore no you your your uh prom scene where you and Rick are dancing with each other uh, yeah. that made bring so much joy to my life to this day, <laughs> because first of, first of all, the song and Dustin and I have talked a lot about this, uh, that, that song hard way that that band is playing. Uh, yeah. Right. So way. what's yeah. fun, what's funny about that is my son. So I yeah. sing a lot of these songs in the house all the time and I play them all the time. And pretty much our playlist is like seventies and eighties music. Um, and, and so that song comes on and, and he'll sing it with me, like the chorus, you know, and he has no idea oh, what he's God. singing and, and he'll sometimes like mumble the that's, lyrics, but it's really, it's really sweet. That's so cute. And he has this knack of yeah. me where I'll whistle part of the song and he'll know like the, the chorus or the hook. Wow. And so that's great. He, he's like, well, what's that, what's that song from? And I'll tell him the movie and, and you know, he's obviously not old enough yet to watch it, but, uh, but but I'll talk to him or I'll show him pictures and I showed him the 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 dance scene in, in that and he was smiling along with me because he's probably like oh well this makes my dad happy so I'm it makes me happy you know and because uh, he's such a sweetheart but um, that song I had tried to track down for decades like I have to find this song right and the version of it that's on the album is not the same as what it is in the movie the the, the temp oh, the pitch I is different. I didn't know that. Yeah, you, if I you listen to them that. side by side, they they sound uh, different, and um, and so for for years I was like, no, 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 I have to have that version, and I would I recorded it off the TV back in the day, and uh, and and for, wow, I ended up not going to my prom because I was like not into high school, and just it was just not because you were me. looking for that version, like yeah. you're just so busy. Without that song, I can't go yeah, to I the can't, prom. Not, yeah, well, kind of envision my prom to be kind of like with uh, <laughs> how you summed up acting. I was like, no, this is not the real thing. This is not what I signed on for. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not going to prom. The song or the prom? But, uh, the, oh, the prom. The prom. Right. And, Inauthentic and like, prom. The prom. This is not what... Yeah. Well, I didn't I didn't even have a prom, so... Oh, there you go. So, okay. <laughs> that, that says something. Yeah. 
but yeah, I like th- that that scene. I love that scene so much. It looked like you guys were having such a great time in that scene. I don't know. Well, I I don't know if you did we talk about this. I don't remember what we talked about in the commentary, but you know, James Brown literally yes. came to the set and taught us how to dance. That's crazy. How he dances. It was crazy. And again, I mean having been a huge James Brown fan, it was just like, wow, this is like, you like pinch yourself, you know, where, I mean, God bless him. It was very difficult to understand anything he said. (laughs) Um, But boy, he could still move. I mean, he, he couldn't really talk well, but he still could move. We had so much fun. We had, we had a blast. We had, I'm telling you, it was such a joyful set um that's great and that's great to hear it was just joyful and we just i mean much to um the chagrin of our first ad bill scott who was truly one of the greats um Mm. because i mean we would just break out in fits of giggles and would not be able to stop and I mean, we would could sometimes hold up a, a, a shot for, you know, 15, 20 minutes because we couldn't stop laughing. That's hilarious. And I mean, it was pretty. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you're not. Yeah, we you're, had a few, definitely had a few of those. You're not making a Warner Herzog movie. You're not in the jungle and, you know. <laughs> no, no, we weren't. Definitely <laughs> so not. It was all good. It was, it was all good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you did. So I, I just I was thinking about this because I. I in kind of doing research for uh, some of your background, I pulled up the um, Dan Hartman video that I could dream about you. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's amazing. You know, somebody actually just posted that, uh, I guess it's somewhere in Florida over Memorial Day re- weekend, oh. there was like a huge screen out in the middle of a park and, and that video was playing. Oh, re- really? And they, <laughs> and they took a video. about you. That, well, well, it's one of the greatest songs. It, mean, it I, really I, is. I, I it is. It is. No, it oh, is. It gets I caught in your head all day. a great song and he was god rest his soul he was a um a really really great guy yeah lovely lovely person i hadn't realized that first of all there we didn't have obviously we didn't have what we have now technology wise to 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 see all these things back in the day so i didn't know that there was a music video for that that song for streets of fire and 
that's a personal favorite of mine. And 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 then the fact that you're in the video, and it's it's so much fun in that '80s nostalgic way with the neon and the hair, and I, I love all that. The stuff. hair, yeah, and the hair. <laughs> oh my god, the hair, that hair. Every time I see it, I just was like, oh my god, look at that. <laughs> what are you hair. talking about? It's fantastic, it's fabulous. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, it's, yes, it's amazing. When he, when he they, stands on the bar to impress you, uh, and it, it's, yeah, it's I wonderful. Know. To dance. By the way, James Brown was I, I, not choreographed that video. No, he definitely <laughs> didn't him. choreograph no. that. Um, I shot that that in London at the Hard Rock Cafe. Oh, in really? London. Yeah, they flew. I mean, that was it. Was awesome. Yeah, they yeah, that, flew me to London. That's so cool. And uh, yeah, wow. Got to stay there for a little bit. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, and, and it's so did, funny. But, did you have to audition for that? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Right, okay. I did right, not have to audition just for like, it. Walk, come in the room. You yeah, go in a walk giant up room and with put it money in it. And just, yep, walk, <laughs> walk up to a jukebox. Put, you yep, know, you just yep. pretend you're putting like, in uh, the money. Yeah. I don't know. You just, like, you just I drove didn't, to you Simi Valley for this. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't yeah. put the yeah. quarter in the jukebox right. Uh, there's mm, something about mm. your, your yeah. Right. yeah. But you, uh, so, so obviously you went from acting to your foundation work. Can we talk a little bit about what you've been doing for the better part of the past you know, several years, right? Yeah. Yeah. The Harold um, Robinson foundation, the Harold Robinson foundation. Um, we have, let's see, we started our 501 C three, um, 11 years ago. And, we started out really with a simple idea that we just wanted to send as many kids to camp as possible who kids who would not you know ordinarily get the opportunity to go to camp which is something that i i mean go, camp by the way is really where i discovered that I had a talent so mm. that when I did make that transition into from dancing to acting, I mean, it really, it was yeah. rooted in my camp experience. So I was a, I, I was a drama camper. I was, um, yep. and I did the shows at camp and I, and, and I, it, it was, it was, it was such a, and, and my childhood you know, I grew up with a single mom, three younger brothers. She worked three jobs, uh, you know, so I would go to school. I would go to dance. I would cook, cook dinner. I would do my homework. I mean, I, I was like every single second of my life when I was a child was, was scheduled. Yeah. Um, and uh, so going to camp was, was such a, I mean, it just it was where I where I was able to get away and just really be a kid and not have to think about anything else and um, so it was always something that you know I knew the impact that it had on me and my husband owns a camp um, so it was awesome. and when he bought his and when he bought the camp he it was always with the idea that. Um, at some point when he could afford it, he wanted to open it up to kids from, you know, under-resourced communities that's that great. don't have the opportunity to go to camp. And so that's how we started. And we started, we first, we began with just scholarshiping kids to summer camp. 
And then um, 11 years ago, we started the, the Harold Robinson Foundation Camp Ubuntu, and where we focus on uh, basically the transition from middle school to high school, um, which is a, a very, very wow. sort of, it's a really harrowing um, time for kids. And it's yeah. very difficult to navigate no matter where you are in the socioeconomic ladder. Uh, and it is especially difficult for kids uh, in the communities that we're working in, um, specifically in Watts. Mm -hmm. And it's, the first time they leave sort of the safety and security of their little elementary schools and they go to this big school that uh, has four separate entrances to the four housing developments wow. that have been at war with each other for the past, I don't know, 45 years now. Yeah. Um, so you have kids that are getting jumped into gangs in yeah. sixth grade. Mm. Uh, and so we take them sort of out of the the neighborhood and we're up to this beautiful place this beautiful camp in the mountains where we do um reach camp retreats and everything is geared toward I mean, it's, it's so it's really kind of social emotional learning mm -hmm. and all of the activities are really metaphors um for they're fun and they're great and but they're you know they're, they're the, like the ropes course and the climbing walls and things like that are just, you know, it's about how you need to ask for help, how, you know, that you're going to come up, uh, you're come up, you're going to come up against all these obstacles in your life and how do you navigate your way through? And, and then we, you know, we do music and art and, and, uh, um, and then once we do these retreats, we then started, in this middle school in Watts, we started a summer day camp. Oh, that's great. Um, yes. So it's kind of like we say, we plant the seed yep. at the overnight camp, and then we continue to water it. Um, and it's <laughs> just been, inc it's, in, it's incredibly wonderful. And, and it's just been really impactful. And I'm super, super proud of it. It's best thing I've ever done in my life. And, um, it's really kind of all I want to do. Um, it's awesome. And that. yeah, I, I do. I love it. And we, you know, now with this, the pandemic, we've had to take a really hard pivot Yeah. because, you know, camp is anti-social distancing. There's yeah. no, yeah. everything that we do, you know, is about, you know, lend, you know, giving someone a hand up, helping them, you know, it's just you're sleeping sure. in cabins, you're eating together, you're doing all this. So we had to make a hard, hard pivot. And um, I'm really, super, again, incredibly proud of the team that I work with. And and they we were able to work with some of our partners. We've now we're in the process of delivering 110,000 pounds of food. Um, fresh fruit and veg Damn. vegetables. Pro I mean, 22, every family is getting a 22 pound box of fresh oh, that's produce. Great. That's great. Um, and uh, we've done that. We partnered with uh, Dole and Dole has delivered about, um, I don't know, it was just, we had a huge 18 wheeler of 22 pallets of, of, of snack food and Awesome. And, you know, we're just working together with community partners and, and 
it's kind of like our our covid emergency you know relief plan and uh we're and now we launch on june 8th i think we're launching virtual camp and we're going to be delivering camp uh, to all the kids who register they're going to get camp in a box and we're going to give them all the supplies that they need for virtual camp, and they're going to be able to That's um, come on in Zoom rooms with their counselors. And we're going to have fire. We're going to have you know campfire and and all of the a lot of the activities that we do at camp. And we're going to have a bunch of guest guest hosts coming in and. Um, so I'm really excited about that. So that's Camp Ubuntu Watts 2.0. And then on June 1st, we're launching. I don't know if you, we we had a, a huge um, fundraiser, which would br- bring in, I mean, this is crazy. And this one fundraiser would bring in um, about a million dollars a year. Wow. wow. And it was called Pedal on the Pier. And it was on the Santa Monica Pier, and we would have about eleven to fifteen hundred people out on the Santa Monica Pier uh, on spin bikes and dancing and eating, and and it was peer to peer fundraising, and it was super super successful. And well, guess what? So yeah. our entire budget, mm-hmm. um, yeah. we had to cancel. So on June 1st, we're launching what's called Ubuntu in Motion. It's a pedal on the pier event, and it, we're going to be encouraging people. It's a seven-day challenge. You're, you're, you'll you know, come up with whatever the physical challenge is, whether it be walking, running, dancing, swimming, kayaking, and that you're going to do for seven days um, while raising money um, to help our COVID uh, emergency relief fund. Is there a website for that? The website is... Um, it's haroldrobinsonfoundation.org, um, and or you can go to pedal p e d a l on o n the t h e peer p how is p i e r yep dot com. <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm trying. I write in the air. Um, it's okay. And uh, pe- the pedal on the pier uh, website is now will now be the the website. So what's really cool about this, um, even though our our event is so an amazing and cr- and pedal on the pier is just an, an incredible thing. But what I love about this, you know, pivot that we've been forced to do is that I, now people all over, so people all over the country, all over the world, will be able to be involved in this if That's they want to, you know. Yeah. And it's just um, and it's just about like getting out. You've all been cooped up in the house for a really long time. So um, let's do something, you know, challenge yourself to get out there every day and and uh, have fun and post about it. And it'll start on um, Father's Day, June 21st, and it goes to June 27th. And then for all registered um, participants, there's going to be an after party on the 27th, and it's going to be very cool. And it's going to be com- comedians, live <laughs> music, special oh, guests. Right so, um, well, we it's will, going to be cool. We will be. Uh, we'll, we'll put all the links on our website. We'll put all the. Uh, we'll advertise on our Instagram and the Facebook and all that stuff. Um, I would so be so appreciative. I'll send you all the information cool. and uh, so that you awesome. have our flyers and stuff. And yeah, we need all the help we can get. Our our um, you know, it's a scary time. I mean, it's a scary time for everyone, but for 
for our kids that yeah. that are already I mean my goodness it's just you know half of them don't even have you know that's one of the things that we're also working on by the way is we're trying to make sure that why we get Wi-Fi we're working with one of yeah. our board members Great. Um, trying to get um, Wi-Fi where some kids don't have it uh, so there's, I mean, a lot of people are coming together to help and it's really been a beautiful thing. And we just, we've got to make sure that we take care of these communities because as you know, Ubuntu, which is our, what our camps are named Camp Ubuntu, which is a South African, African philosophy, which means, which basically translates out to, um, I am because we are, and it's mm. just like we rise as, and, and we, we rise as a community and we fall to as a community. And it's just like, we can't, if we if we can't lift up our neighbors, then, you know, we will end up suffering um, as a result of that. So well said. I really encourage yeah. well people said. to get involved and, and help us out. And hopefully one of these days, this is a, this uh, will be able to go national and we'll be able to have these programs in every city in the country. That's our goal. Yeah, from your words, from your mouth to yeah, to God's ears. Once, once everyone hears yeah. the hears this podcast, you will go. Uh, there you go. There <laughs> you that, go. It's that easy, Joyce. Well, uh, all know. right. <laughs> Why do you think I'm here, Dustin? <laughs> you know, we, we had we've, we've had a few uh, guests on in the past, and they said and they said this is the number one '80s podcast, right? And we're like, oh yeah, yeah. Um, in yeah. our minds, you know. So, <laughs> you know, you just reminded me. Really, well, it is. It, it's a really. Uh, it, it, just on a, on, a, on total deviation back to just one of the guys before I forget. Um, we had Matt Adler on our show. Matt Adler was in the movie North Shore and Teen Wolf. And, um, and he talked extensively about how he wanted so badly to play your brother, Buddy, in just one of the guys. And he, oh, ended, he ended up getting uh, Teen Wolf in, he, instead. But he, like, he wanted that role so badly. So. He was like, that's the role. That's the role it, in well, Hollywood. It is. That's yeah. It is the right. It, I mean, come on. That I'm sorry, but <laughs> Bill, he, Billy Jacoby stole every single solitary he scene. Totally he was in. Did. I mean, he, he was did. just you know. We would joke about it, that, but it, it, he he was. He's. I mean, he was. He's so damn funny. This morning I knew her. I talked to her. She screamed at me. Everything was great. Now she's wearing my clothes. Hey, who do you think you are, Tootsie? No. Okay, Yentl. What do you want to be, a rabbi? Just tell me what's wrong. Really? Okay. Well, uh... Look how you're standing. I mean, drop your hands. Okay, now, uh, stick your hip in. All right, now move your feet apart. Okay. Guys, take up space. All right, now you gotta look tougher. Very crucial, something every guy does. Let me see you scratch your balls. Hey, come on, try it. Wait a minute. Watch the master. Now first, there's your basic shift. That's not always enough. Sometimes you gotta get inside, dig a little, let some air in, move things around. Yeah, well, maybe my balls don't itch. All balls itch, it's a fact. Well, maybe this would help. 
Not bad. Shit. Maybe I should try that. Okay. Let's see you walk. Hold it. Look, you got balls now. Use them. Say, baby, what's happening? I'm a lean, mean sex machine. And that be the way Say, it baby, is. Say, baby, what's happening? I'm a lean, mean sex machine. And that be the way it is. <laughs> I think you'll pass as long as you don't move. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna take that article to Sturgis Water and I'm gonna submit it as a guy. It makes perfect sense. Got a problem? You're getting dragged. <laughs> you don't think I can do it, do you? No way. But I'd love to see you try. <laughs> Absolutely perfect in his delivery. And again, I mean, I've got to go back to um, the, in, the, you know, Tony and, and Deborah and Clayton and Ari, I mean, just it's yeah. so every little one, you know, the, the, they were, they're all just were, they just all shine. They were all just so sweet and so, so they're all so talented. And I just, you know, I was so, so lucky to be surrounded by so many talented people. Um, it was a mm. gift. It's it, yeah. I I mean I didn't mean to deviate from obviously um, your beautiful foundation, but I just had to throw that oh, out there. And and no, and, and I, I, I do want to I say back in regards to the foundation, um, and you're talking about kids and that social connection and how important that is. Uh, and being a former educator myself and understanding the importance of social emotional learning at that age mm -hmm. and how vital and how we need that more so now than we ever maybe have because of all the negative bullshit in the world um it, it's 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 creating a lot of challenges it, but i love hearing that you guys are working on those challenges and finding ways to get around it and invent some new technology or something that is going to continue to build upon the foundation that you've created already. Yeah. I mean, again, when you talk about having to, you know, like, uh, <clears throat> you just, you have to reinvent, right? Yeah. You get yeah. thrown, you, you, you reinvent or die, right? That's, you know, that, that was what we're faced with. So yeah. either this is over for us for now. Um, and who knows if we could have come back from it, we have to figure this out. Because this is also a community that depends yes. on us now. I yeah. mean, mm -hmm. we, there were, you know, they told us from the beginning, oh, you know, so many people, so many people come in here and they make so many promises and, you know, and then they leave. And, you know, but we haven't done that. We haven't left. We have stayed. We have been there. And we are not going to leave and we are not going to give up on them. And we're, look, I'm, I'm making myself cry. Um, <laughs> no, it is, this is, we love, you know, we love this. We love our community. And, and there's, I mean, they're just amazing, incredible people. And, and they just, they just need opportunity. That's yeah. all, you yeah. know, there's just, that's the difference. Yeah. It's their only difference between them and us is opportunity. Yeah, that, you're right. Opportunity. You're right. Yep. I, I'm, I'm going to, getting off my soapbox. I'm no, making myself cry. No, I look, <laughs> you, uh, you had mentioned you were on a you were on another podcast not that long ago, <clears throat> and, uh, and, and, you, and yeah. you had 
one, and you said, you know, they, they never talked about the fact that I, uh, I, about my fighting and I like to fight and, 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 but here I hear, uh, I hear this is like a, you'll appreciate the segue. You're talking about fighting for these kids and fighting for this, for this cause and keeping it alive. But you know, you, uh, you are a fighter like in so many ways and you, I, I, I just, Dustin and I, as we were kind of prepping for this, it, it, I'm giving the segue a B minus, by the way. So oh, far. come on. <laughs> it, it is, it's rough. I understand. Come on, tell me some stuff. Uh, no, but I was going to I think you're doing a good continue. job. Oh, please thanks. Continue. Thanks. Thank you. You're I need welcome. my gold star for the day. Um, no, it, just the fact that, you know, you, you went from, you, you made that transition to what you're doing now and you love what you're doing. You found your passion. You found the thing in your mm-hmm. life that makes you get up every morning and want to be as you know a better person or whatever. Um, I'm just so happy that you're doing this because, pers- on a personal note, you know, just being the teacher and being a father of a kid and uh, and wanting to put every single thing I can mm-hmm. into my son to make sure you know he is is the best person he can absolutely be. Um, mm-hmm. You know, emotionally. I've, I've told him a million times, I'm like, I don't care if you're, how well you can read and write and do math. It's, but if you're, if you're a good person, you have empathy and you love and you show that love to people and you show what, how caring you are, that's more important yeah. than all the other shit, you know, and I don't say shit, but whatever, um, you know, and, and so I'm yeah. glad, I'm glad you're doing that, you know, it's, you know, I mean, I have to honestly, for me, especially now. You have to, ch- I mean, there's a lot that's going on in the world right now that is, you know, that makes me very, very angry. And I oh? don't want to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Say yeah. more. I, yeah. I no. don't want to. No. I, and I'm experiencing, I am experiencing feelings of, you know, of rage that I mean I never even knew I had and it's just like I know I've got to and we all do we need to channel this energy and Mm -hmm. you know not to sound hippy dippy but it's just like love has got to trump fear love has got to trump hate love it's the only you know if I don't channel my energy into something good you know something that helps people then it's like what am I doing and then you know I I actually I did a post today and I talked about you know social media it's all well and good and and all of our pictures and 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 great words and it's it's great but we need to do things we need to do something we need to take action it's not enough to post on social media we need to do something in your echo chamber yeah exactly and this is what and this is what it is for me. And this is, I mean, it's more than that. And um, I mean, I do believe that there, you know, there is, there's so much work to be done. There's so many things that we could do, but this is, this is the focus of my energy. And, um, and I am going to help lift up our future because the children are our future. And, um, and, that's that's it. That's well, you, my pitch. That's that was because that was Dustin and I, before we, we went on the air, we were, we were saying, well, if this goes down the direction of talking about what's going on today, and that's totally fine, um, you know, what is the thing we can do? And, you're, and, you, and you just said it. You're doing it. You're doing it. Yeah. You, you know, you're not. You do it. 
you're doing it. So thank you for doing yeah, it. Yeah, and there there are. There's I mean, there is so much to do. You just have to, you know, listen, um it, it's it's being an activist for change and wanting yeah. to see change in the world. It's like it's 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 not easy. It's actually not easy. And it's, you know, I have to say, you know, over the course of the last couple of years, I mean, I would wake up every morning and be like, okay, is this the day that people are going to be out on the streets? Is this the day? Like, where's that day? Because I grew up, I mean, I'm a child of the 60s and 70s, right? I mean, I was out there marching on Washington when I was 13. (laughs) Um, uh, So it's just like, I've all, I've been active all my life. And, and, you know, and I just, I cannot believe what's, I can't believe what's been going on in the world. And yet, it's like, where is the outrage? Like, we're all making ourselves sick. Because, you know, if we're we're internalizing it, if we can't get out there and do something and do something to help people, we have to help each other. Um, and, and by the way, it also feels really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a twofer. It's a twofer. Right. It is a twofer. Let's and it's do just it. like, and I say that all the time Let's when people go, it. Oh my gosh, you're so selfless. You're just like, no, I'm not. No. I, I'm, yeah. this makes me happy. This, I, you know, this, yep. this is good for me. This is good for my heart and good for my soul. Yeah. And I promise you, if you do something, you will feel good too. And one of those things is helping my foundation. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I, I, again, you know, it's it, it, from, like I said, from your words to the universe's ears. Uh, and, and hopefully we can blast all of this out and, and continue to create this positivity and get it ro- keep it rolling because we need more more of this shit going on and uh yeah, and, and to just fuel the passion and, and and the more fired up people are about doing a good thing in this world the more that negativity will continue to get smaller and smaller and smaller you just got to keep pushing and it is hard work and it is effort and clearly you're doing that um but thank god you are doing that so and, and thank God for well, being on our podcast to talk about it. <laughs> well, and thank you. I, I can't thank you enough for giving me this platform and the time to, because I have done a lot of these and, um, you know, and, and, and rightfully so everybody, you know, they want to focus on, on the, the movies and the, um, but it, you, you guys have really given me a lot of time. This is the best uh, on one this. you've been on, right? And it That's is where you're pretty, getting at. I have to say, it's <laughs> I, I, but I, yeah, I mean, I appreciate the fact that you've given me this kind of time to talk about, to talk about this, and and uh, because it is important, and it is especially important um, today, and uh, and everybody needs to go out and vote. Yeah, I mean, yes. well, look, 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 you, you, you know, and and I find myself uh, a, a part of that as well, wanting to go down like more of a nostalgic trip. But at the same time, too, Dustin and I, one of the reasons why we decided to do this podcast was because we wanted to show, we wanted to give people a sense of like the realness of who we have on our show. It, it, we, yeah, we want to talk about your career, that's fun, and and the things we loved about it. But at the same time, too, like what what makes you who you are. And, and who you are is a is a beautiful person and 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 it really mm. I hope that um, you know I hope this was worth your time because it definitely was worth ours oh I mean it really was absolutely I, I very much appreciate it and um, and thank you like really thank you thank you for the real talk um, and uh, I, I'm I'm really grateful I'm super grateful well 
Well, we would give each other all big virtual hugs right now, you know? Okay, yeah. <laughs> but Joyce... Virtual yeah, hugs. Yeah, right. Dang. To wrap up, um, thank you for being on our show. Where can we find you online? Okay. Um, well, although I'm, I'm really angry right now, I want to delete my Facebook, but I don't know that I will. Yeah. Um, I'm, every day, I'm so close, Joyce. Oh, every day. Oh, so yeah. am like, I. Oh. I have... Well, I... I have, I have two, one of them I, I, I did deactivate. Um, I, and on the one with my fans is the one that I kept. So it's Joyce Heiser Robinson on Facebook. Um, if you are not interested in my bleeding heart liberalism, you may not want to, um, uh, join my page. Um, and uh, although I'm, I'm very open to respectful debate, uh, And uh, I am, uh, what, geez, what am I? I, Oh, the, T-H-E, the highs, H-E-I-S, J-H-R, at Instagram and on Twitter. Great. All right. And then, like I said, we'll put those Uh, links on for your your foundation, uh, for the fundraisers. We're the uh, Harold Robinson Foundation, Camp Ubuntu on Instagram and, and, um, and uh, Harold Robinson Foundation on Facebook. Awesome. And this is, you know, continue to stay in contact with each other. This is really... Yes, please. I mean, I just so... I mean, Lisa and I, uh, the director, have talked about that we're, we're actually hoping to convince the studio maybe to even revisit this for our 40th anniversary. For sure. Um, and really, really do it right. Make sure that yeah. the, that the entire cast is available and you know give it so that we we, we can all do that and and uh and do that you know do do another release um uh i i'm hoping i'm hoping with you know more like fun things in it that you're supposed to have in these so uh yeah i mean it, it's kind of crazy i don't know if you uh, this the dvd the blu-ray was released and it was sold out within two days oh, and, i believe it i believe it so, you know, I mean, it's just like, it's so, it's kind of crazy. And that it's like, they we're still 35 years later, they're underestimating this movie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, I, it's just, <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, they were, if they were going to do a press junket, it was going to do, you know, a, a virtual press junket for the release. They never did it. I mean. I, it's just—it's uh, crazy. We'll figure out a way for our podcast to do it if if the studio doesn't. Okay, We're, there you t- go. Two dollar late fee. You hear $2, it first. We yeah. will present the fortieth anniversary of just one of the guys. Well, in right. some way. maybe even the thirty, the thirty seventh or the thirty eighth, because we want to be different. Yeah, I'll, I'll have. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm gonna have my my guy, my agent, my Scott yeah. Scott Ray, who's the guy who actually, um, I will say, you know, doggedly pursued me to start doing these conventions, uh, the signing conventions that, that I started to do actually to raise money for my foundation. And, um, and that's, you know, kind of how I got back. I got on social media and started having a connection to my fans, which awesome. is just really, yeah, it's, it's been a bright spot. So thank you. Well, uh, thank you for, for being open to this. And I know, you know, our mutual friend was, I was, I asked her respectively if that was okay. And she's like, absolutely. I'll reach out. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad it worked out and I'm glad yeah. we could reconnect and, and, uh, and I'm glad you remembered me. 
I do, I do, and and thank you, and thank you for reaching out. And I could just keep saying, and you know, um, it, it's important now. Yeah. It, I mean, by the way, it's important. It's important to also remember the great times, right? And the, totally, and, totally. You mm -hmm. know, who would have ever met in my wildest imagination in the '80s when we were making these kinds of movies that this is where we'd be right now? So it's just um, uh, we need the, you know. Nostalgia is important. Yeah. yeah. So thank you. Thanks yeah. for providing it. Absolutely. It's our thank pleasure. Thank you. What? All right. Uh, well, let's say at the 40th year, we do this in studio. That's a guarantee. Yes. And Joyce. Uh, do it with the cast. Yeah. Oh, that sounds yes. phenomenal. And thank you again. This is, again, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Well, thank you. From, from the heart. From the heart. Likewise. Thank you. We'll talk okay. to you soon. Okay. Take care, guys. You too. All right. Thanks, Joyce. Bye. Bye. All right. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a four... Is it five-star rating? <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. We really... Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. If you listen to us on Spotify, that's great, too. And you can find us on the internet. <laughs> Don't forget to check out our website at $2LateFee.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Podcast. We'll see you next time. We did it. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.